I, I, Are you okay? I just think of the smell coming into that house. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, everybody. Hey, guys. And welcome back to the Savage Podcast. The uh, pre-recorded episode. And yet another pre-recorded <laughs> episode. <laughs> Apparently, we're very busy people. Oh, my God. Damn. We, get, we need to stop leaving the country. Apparently so. God this damn. time, Daniel will be leaving. And the next time, it'll be you again. Oh, God. Is it me again? Mm. Oh, yeah. God <laughs> yeah, damn. Oh, God. So, Daniel will be in Australia. I am, guys. I'm going there for a weeding. For a weeding. <laughs> for so, a weeding. So, as this is coming out, this episode, I will actually be in the land down under. The land down under. Mm-hmm. Very exciting stuff. Meeting my uh, future husband, uh, 20, 28 year old Australian. Daniel's surfer. plan is to seduce a 28 year old <laughs> oh, Aussie. <no>. So, <laughs> uh, Australians, watch out. Oh, God damn. I'm going to be on the loose. We got a crazy Canadian on the loose oh, in Sydney. <laughs> I wonder if Australians like our accent. I mean, I wonder if it'll be like charming to them. They'll be like, oh. I just feel like our accent is so basic. basic. <laughs> but some, some places like it. Yeah. It's funny because like when my friend was visiting from the UK, she was like saying <clears throat> like we definitely have Canadian accents. Yes. But like ours aren't like that strong. I consider ours to be like a more neutral. Like a general Canadian accent. Like a general sort of North America. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Versus like if you're in Calgary, some people, they really sound like they're from Berta. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, or, hey, how you doing? Hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gonna go to the bar. Well, I think also what I found was that Eastern Canadians have a stronger Canadian accent. For sure. Um, yeah. I don't know why that is. You don't know. Why? Well, I think it has to do with, if I remember correctly, um, like Nova Scotia and some of those other maritime provinces, they have a, more of a regional dialect. Right. And part of the reason was um, a lot of people from UK, although obviously people from the UK immigrated here too, but there's a lot of people from Ireland. Yes. Um, when there was like a potato famine and a bunch of shit going on in Ireland, a lot of Irish people migrated to that region of Canada. Yes. So it's like inherently like they have like, they're like, hey, you want to go to the bar? Eh? <laughs> yeah, let's, get so, in the, let's get in the car. Yeah. So like, the yeah, they have kind of like almost like a slightly Irish twang. Yeah. So if you talk to someone like a Canadian and they have, they sound sli- slightly Irish, mm-hmm. that's why. <laughs> I wonder, is, accents are so interesting. Like, I wonder why. So like Australia is a perfect example of like, obviously that's where they sent a lot of the criminals and stuff like that from the, from <laughs> yeah. the UK. Yeah. But then also a ton of people from the UK went and immigrated there. Like I met this um, older couple. Yeah. They were lovely. They were from, uh, one of them was from Scotland. One of them was from the, like from England. And there was, they, they were much older and they said there was a period of time when they were like 18 where there was like all these like free like trips because Australia needed workers. So they were like able right. to go there and they got like money and like all this other stuff. Yeah. So a ton of people immigrated there. And I wonder why, the Australian accent... It, like, shifted. It shifted to what it is now. Yeah. Like, it's, like, interesting that it's, like, now a completely different than the yeah, UK. Yeah, I don't know. But even if you watch, like, for example, old, like, Hollywood movies from, mm. like, I don't know, 50s or something, the way that they speak is very different. Mm. So even that in such a short period of time, like, it can change. Mm. I don't know why, but... <laughs> God damn, I know it's accents and stuff, they always fascinate me. Yeah. I don't know why it is. Mm. I don't know why it is. Um, if you guys don't, if you guys know anything about this, mm. let us know. <laughs> well, it's also kind of interesting because like, obviously <laughs> this is not 
news to anybody but like when you think about it conceptually because sometimes if you know like your language like in english mm. i'm like okay <clears throat> you can hear different dialects but that also obviously applies to other languages so yes. like when you're speaking in other languages there's different dialects in those languages yeah. and accents like it's so fucking cool i know like even in korea because korea is such a small country mm. like geographically yeah but every region has like a specific accent mm. and it's very different from yeah. and other people wouldn't be able to hear probably yeah. unless you speak korean very f- fluently mm. but uh uh, yeah, in Korea, even the tiny little, tiny little country, mm. there's multiple dialects. It's interesting because like I noticed that with Spanish as well. Oh, yeah. Spanish. Like I can hear it. Like when I was living in Spain, the way they speak Spanish is like so different than when you hear like Central and like, yeah. Latin, like Latin America and stuff. Like I remember watching, I think it was like Narcos and they were like speaking in Spanish in Colombia. Right. But the way they were speaking and their pronunciation, like... I could still catch a lot of it. Right. But it was like different from where I was like learning. Yeah, very different. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Very interesting, guys. God damn. So I wonder what we're going to sound like in 100 years. Well, yeah, that's going to be, that is it. If we're still here. Yeah. Do you think <laughs> that over time, accents are going to become less regionalized or more regionalized? I don't know. I think Maybe what, less. I, I think it's going to be less because yeah. I think part of the reason, like the UK is a perfect example, why there's such distinct accents is because you're born in an area, you grow up in an area, you work in that area. Yes. And you stay in that area. Yeah. Whereas now, more and more people are very mobile. And, yes. And not only that, like you're more mobile, but also you're exposed to media constantly. Yes. From all, all across the world. Yes. So I feel like we we inherently pick up things. Mm-hmm, for sure. So I think over time, there's going to be like more, like for example, our accent is going to become more like in North America. There'll be more of a generalized North mm-hmm, American accent mm-hmm. and less of like the Nova Scotia and like, right. the, you know, like those kind of accents. I think, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But we'll see. Time will be tell, interesting right? Interesting as hell. Mm, I love an accent. Damn. I love an accent. I think it's funny when people in North America think that they don't have an accent. I know. <laughs> but that's such, such a like. Um, it's such a like narcissistic view yes because it's like oh i don't have an accent what are you talking about it's like uh every <laughs> are you okay <laughs> yeah everybody has a fucking accent everyone has an accent mm-hmm. it's just people have different accents than you have exactly and you have an accent Everyone has an accent. Exactly. Every uh, single person on the planet has an accent. Exactly. To somebody. Yes. So guys, as you know, when we do the pre-recordations, we uh do one thing and one thing only. Am I the fucking asshole? Am I the fucking asshole? So before we jump in, make sure you sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash the savage podcast for bonus episodes every single month for exclusive content. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, ad free content. Yes. And early access to content. Mm -hmm. So the link is always in the show notes and and the description. Also, guys, well, there's no more spots left, unfortunately. But, oh, uh, for Costa Rica? Rose and I are going to Costa Rica. Yeah. So that's and happening in January. sold out, yep. which is crazy. I know. So that's going to happen in January. I but know. I will let you know if we have more uh, trips in the future. Yes. Definitely. Which will be very fun. Exciting. Um, Daniel probably not going to come with me because oh, he'd be sick of me. True. No. <gasps> no. I love going on the trips. I just don't mm-hmm. have that much. The thing that sucks like with my job is like I have limited amount of like holiday days. Yeah. And like the trips have been like Thailand and Bali were incredible, mm-hmm. but like even just booking those, that was like three weeks of my holidays damn and guys, I get like a month. We got to make this our full-time job mm-hmm. so Daniel can come to all the trees. Uh, yes. God damn. God damn. All right. So if you guys don't know the Am I the Asshole episodes, it's essentially us reacting to the subreddit, Am I the Asshole? Yes. <laughs> where people submit their stories and we tell them if they were an mm-hmm. asshole or not. Mm-hmm. All right. Shall we pick? Do you want to pick one first? No, you go first, Rose. Oh, you already got it ready, and I feel like you're 
You're already eyeing something and, and exciting. I don't know. God damn. Let's see. You're going to share with our listeners. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, I'm just going to pick this one. It's very popular, apparently. Am I the asshole? You got some coffee on your nipples? I did. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the asshole for not being happy that my little sister is getting married? I, 28 female, am not happy for my little sister, 19 female, getting married. Not the asshole. 19, are you joking? <laughs> Too young. It's wild. We don't have any family left over, uh, left, other than a distant uncle who lives across the country and couldn't care less about us. I've tried to be the best role model I could be for her since we lost our only parent so young, but I feel like I failed. My little sister met this cook at the restaurant she works at, and I don't care what he does for a living. It has nothing to do with that, but he's 39. He is 39 years old and just put a ring on my 19-year-old little sister's finger. I met him once before, and I didn't realize he was that old, to be honest. He looks good for his age. But I also don't think, didn't think they would end up together, so I didn't think to press on it. She's constantly dating all these men, probably to make up for her severe daddy issues that I also have, but we don't need to get into that. I feel terrible because my sister is so excited to tell me she's engaged, and I flipped out on her. I told her how disgusting it is that an old man, that he is an old oh man, God. and that she wouldn't be able to live her life the way she wants to with the guy. I like that. She left my house crying and won't answer me. It's been two weeks. Am I the asshole? <laughs> That's oh, tough. It is a tough one. <sighs> what are your thoughts? Initial thoughts, Rose? Well, like how long have they been dating? Like that's, that's the I, thing. Like I, I totally understand the concern yeah. for sure. Like that is a concern. Mm-hmm. I don't think, and the question is, am I the asshole for not being happy for my sister? So I would say no. Yeah. Maybe the lash out was a little bit too much, yeah. although understandable. Yeah. And probably most people would have reacted in that same way. Yeah. Um. So well, I don't I think, think... I think anyone would. Like, if I all of a sudden was like, hey, Rose, I really want you to meet my boyfriend. Actually, we're engaged. Um. Here he is. And he's 19 years old. <laughs> and I'm not even 39 yet, guys. You would probably be like... Daniel, he's a, he's a child. Yeah, he's a child. Like, what are you, what? Yeah, what? what are you doing with a child? Yeah. So, I, um, again, I don't want to, like, discredit it because I know sometimes they can there can be really successful relationships yes. with these huge age gaps. Yeah. It happens. Like, it does happen and there's legitimate relationships, but mm-hmm. it does always bring a little bit into question when you're like, mm-hmm. mm, you know, especially with someone so young, like 19 years old and you have somebody that's, all, like, basically 40. Yes. Like, that could be literally your parent. Mm-hmm. So I think she's right. I think there's some uh, unresolved childhood trauma. Yeah. Which is understandable. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Mm-hmm. That's tough. So I mean, not the long, asshole? How long have they been together? That's another question. I know question. there's a lot of questions. Like, you know, and also oh, there's just. how Yeah. How long have they been dating? She's mm-hmm. only 19. Yeah. Has he been married before? Like, yeah. Does he have children? Yeah. Like what's going on? Yeah. So many questions. Like. I think it's very fair that she has concerns. Yeah. Um, and I think it's also like, it's sad because they don't really have family. So it seems like she just wants a family yeah. ASAP. Yeah. Which isn't going to fix the problem, no. right? Like it, ha- it has to be a healthy situation. Um, okay. What's so, the comments? What, what are people saying? Oh, okay. So this is kind of like what I essentially said. You're mm. the asshole for what you said to her. So I think yeah. what she, she kind of lashed out. Right. Probably not the best way to handle, but again, understandable. Yeah. Right. And then it said, not the asshole for your concern. 
And then she wrote, this person wrote, apologize to her. Tell her you are way out of line and that you won't do it again and don't do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, explain to her that you are having a hard time watching her grow up and be part of your, and that part of your protector brain freaked out and blah, blah, blah. Tell her you love her more than anything. You want what the, what's the best for her. Tell her that you're proud of her and know she's smart and makes good decisions. Say this even if you don't believe her. Or if you don't believe that she mm. makes good decisions, yeah. tell her that you love her unconditionally, blah, blah, blah. Ask her if you can support her right now and how you can make it up to her. Listen to what she says. Yeah. So essentially, mm. and then it says, yeah, do these things. If the guy is a creep trying to isolate her, hopefully she's he's not. Um, uh, you being accepting and loving will make it harder for him to convince her to push you away. Right, right, right. You need to be there for her even if it kills you inside. She's lucky to have you. You clearly love her loads. Yeah. So... I mean, fair. Oh, God. Damn, guys. And that's yeah. a, that's actually a really good point because um, people, not saying that this guy is going to do this to her, but like guys that are like, you know, trying to isolate a, their yes. wives from family and friends and everything else. Like that's kind of the way, like part of the way, right. you know, like, you know, with that kind of situation right. for sisters, like being so harsh on their relationship. Yeah. He's like the loving guy. He's like, don't listen to her, babe. Yeah. Like, you know, I love you. And then like pulls her away and then once they are isolated and have no friends and yeah. family, that's when they that she can't can leave. She yeah. can't leave. And again, not saying that's necessarily the case here, yeah. but Oh God, the age, the age gap is like, that's a big deal. 19 and 39, not even 29. Mm-hmm. It's a big one. Uh, there, there is something, I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. It's not the age difference. Um, that grosses me out. It is how long the sister has been an adult. The The fiance has been an adult just as long as she has been alive. <gasps> That's so true. Yep. If, if she, even if she was, oh, if she was 29, I'd care less about the age gap. Um, but 19 is a great, big, fat, glaring red flag. Yeah. <clears throat> I think also just, just the fact that her, regardless of the guy's 39, pretend the guy was 21 or 22. The fact that she's getting married so young. That's, oh yeah. You so know, there's like a think, few concerns. Yeah. That's more like, you know, oh God, you're 19 years old. Like you don't even know what you want. Yeah. What's the rush? Exactly. There shouldn't be a rush. Like, Is it because he's old? Who knows? I mean, he's the one that put a ring on it. So I'm oh, guessing God so. Damn. Maybe he's like, she's going to leave my ass if I don't put a ring on it. Oh God. 19? I mean, at the I mean, hopefully he's not going to be abusive. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, she'll just learn her lesson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is a lesson that just needs to be learned. And she'll be 25 and like have her first divorce. And oh, then, God. You know. Let's see. Controversial. Mm. Controversial posts from today. Let's see. Mm. Do I get to pick this one? Yes. Those, I'm just trying to like load it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. God, I'm just loading it, Daniel. Damn. Rose be loading. Why is it taking forever? <laughs> this was a good one. Okay. <clears throat> this is an this is a W I B T A. Would I be the oh, asshole? Oh, would I be the asshole? Would I be the asshole if I wrote a book about my <laughs> about my friend's life? <laughs> okay, okay, keep going. <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> Let me just get comfy here. I'm male, twenty six, an author, and I love to write books based on people's lives. Sometimes it's based on people I briefly meet, so it's really more fictional than reality, but sometimes it's on close ones. I obviously change names and everything so nobody can identify them. I have a friend, female 24, who has had a very inspirational life. She struggled a lot um, she struggled a lot younger and still came out on top, and I think she's amazing, and I want to write a book about it. About her. 
about her. <clears throat> I asked her permission, as I always do, and even though I'd hoped she'd say yes, she refused and said that her life is not something she wants to be put in a book, which is fair, I guess. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to push, push it, but I think she's making a great mistake by not agreeing. Having your story told, especially by someone who loves and respects you, is an honor and gratifying. I think I maybe, I think if maybe I write something and show it to her, she might agree to the book. I don't know if I'd be an ass, if that would be an asshole move to do it though. And I'm asking for your thoughts and advice. Thank you. Yes, you would be the asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you sound very, uh, it's her, like, you asked, why ask her permission if you're not going to listen to the answer. Exactly. And he's just like, well, no, she, she's, she's not thinking about this clearly. I just need to It's do, her life. I want, I should just do a draft and then have her read it. I, I actually, you're right. That would be, that would make, that would infuriate me. Like if I was like to specifically to someone, yeah. I was like, no, I don't really want a book about my life. Then like a month later, they come back <laughs> and be like, I've done a first draft just because I want you to look at it and have a second thought. Yeah. I'm like you worked this long on this book. Yeah. And then now you feel life. Yeah, and then now you feel obligated because they already wrote it. Exactly. And then you feel bad because you're like, oh, you you worked mm-hmm. on this. So then it's almost like, it, you know, it's manipulative. But also, I like how he's like, I asked her permission. She refused, which is fair, I guess. But then he's not saying it's fair it's because he's, not, like, yeah. he's like, it's like, it would be a mistake. I don't want to push it. He doesn't want to push it, but yet he wants to do a draft of her a she, first draft. You are pushing it. Exactly. Don't push it. Leave her the fuck alone. And also, I'm sorry, like maybe she doesn't want you making money off of her life. Yes, Do you know what I mean? Thing. Like if someone comes up to me and they're like a successful author and they're like, I want to write about your life. I'll be like, okay, well, what's my cut? Yeah, exactly. Is she going to get a cut? That's exactly. another question. Like, is she going to get some money out of it too? Or are mm-hmm. you just going to profit? And like, that that's just weird. Mm, it's weird. It's very weird. You know, like what the hell? Write about someone else. Exactly. And what are people saying? <laughs> Yeah, so people is like, you're the asshole. Also, <laughs> low-key a narcissistic for yes. thinking that having someone write about you after you've explicitly asked them not to is such an honor and yes. gratifying. It's neither of those things. Just disrespectful. Yeah. Um, like, he sounds a bit narcissistic. Exactly. Like, I'm going to write such a great story about your life. Yeah. You're the asshole. I want to make money off of a book about my friend's life. I asked permission. She said no. I'm going to do it anyway in hopes <laughs> that seeing a sample portion written out will bully pressure her into giving me yeah. permission to publish the book and make money off of it, none of which, apparently, will be going to said friend. How does this all... <laughs> how does it sound with all the inspirational BS stripped away? <laughs> <laughs> that comment wins. Oh, so good. <laughs> She's 24. She's not, quote unquote, come on, come out in top yet she's young and has a lot of in front of her and seems to have a greater awareness of it than op original, original poster. poster yeah yeah having having your story told especially by someone who loves and respects you is such an honor and gratifying um gratifying for whom yeah what self-important self-promoting nonsense write it or don't write it but if you're fictionalizing it so she can't be recognizable in it don't talk about how honored she would feel to be your inspiration you're yeah. the asshole yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just weird. It is weird. What the actual fuck? <laughs> yes, you're the asshole. It's not an honor to have people disrespect your wishes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess he could like fictionalize it. God, people are actually crazy though. <laughs> if you think about it, it's like it's like this guy was like and and this happens in life, like not just with books and stuff. You might like say that you want to do something or no, like somebody wants to do something and then somebody says no. And they're like, "Oh yeah, no fair enough. They said no. They don't want to do it." But actually, I think, <laughs> I think they're making a mistake. So I'm going to do all of this other stuff to try to get them to say yes. Yeah. But it's like, why don't you just respect that person's opinion? Yeah. Like, fuck. People are like so... <laughs> ugh. You really have no other material? Like, come mm. on now. 
Mm-hmm. We also don't even know what her life actually is, right? Exactly. Maybe it's traumatic. Maybe yeah. there's, you know, obviously she's overcome stuff. That's why he wants to write a book or something. I love this comment too. Mm-hmm. You're the asshole. No, doesn't mean maybe a yes. If you write something behind my back and show it to me. <laughs> <laughs> God, uh, what is wrong with people? I know. Like I would actually be really pissed. Yeah. I think, I think I, I think it wouldn't pressure me. It would just make me lose it at that person. Yeah. I'm like, look, I already told you no. Like you've just wasted all of your own time and mine. Yeah. Don't write about me. <laughs> and if you do write about me, I will sue you. Yeah. Like just drop it. Just drop it. Honestly. Yeah. Oh, write about your God. own life. If you want to write about something like why do you have to write about mine? Because apparently her life is a lot more interesting. Yeah. Says a lot about him. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Let's see. Interesting. We got some marital problems, as we love. We love those. You okay? I got a weird stitch. Do you have a wet, Jay? No, it's a stitch. It's a stitch? We're not even running. I know. It's a weird cramp. Am I the asshole for telling my wife that she will have to wait to go back to work, even with our agreement? (laughs) Well, initially, I want to say yes, Yes, but let's hear it. That's my gut. Yeah. When my wife and I decided to get pregnant, we agreed that she would stay with our son for the first two years and I would spend another two years until he started going to school. My son, due to birth problems, was born with health complications. And because of this, there is a higher cost with doctors, exams, medicines, and even with the health plan, we still have a lot of expenses. When my life took maternity leave, we earned the same salary and the salary would be enough to, to have a comfortable life with a child. But with our son's health care costs, it would be completely unfeasible. Okay. We currently have good financial conditions because I got promotions that increased and it is possible to have a comfortable life and provide all the healthcare for our son. Our son is a year and a half and we sat down to talk about these plans. She says she talked to the company and they were willing to hire her again under the same conditions and that we would have to plan financially for me to stay at home. I was very honest and paraphrasing. I said, look, I know that our plans were these in the beginning, but we were only able to have this comfortable life because of my salary. If we depend only on yours it will totally compromise our income and not give us the same quality of health for our son i'm sorry but you being the sole provider in the house is not possible and i'm not going to do this with our son daycare is not an option for us because my wife is completely against it due to the bad reputation of these places in my country and it has always been her wish to only enroll in school at the age of four She argued, saying that it was our agreement and that she supported me being at home and now it's my turn to give her that chance. Me, I understand and if it were the situation we expected, I would agree and do it, but that's not our reality and I'm not going to do that with our son and you'll have to wait a little longer, unfortunately. She was upset, saying that I went back on our initial agreement and wasn't committing to something. My work is not possible from home. I just don't see how this change, how making this change would compromise our um, our family financially. I admit that maybe it was a failure in our communication, but on the day-to-day rush, am I the asshole? And it says, make it very clear that she doesn't want our child to have a nanny or stay in a childcare all day. She wants someone to stay with him until he's four years old. For this idea, I can't stop working for her to come back. I don't know what that means. Yeah. <clears throat> he can't stop working for her to go back to work. That's what I think that means. Right, right, yeah. right. Thoughts? Ooh, it's a little complicated, this, this one. This is a tough one. This one's a little tough. This one is not as straightforward because uh-huh. you have a multitude of factors. Right. Um, I am kind of siding with the guy a little bit here. Yeah. In a sense that I, I feel like, yes, 
the situation's changed, right? Obviously, they've had a son that has lots of health issues, mm-hmm. everything like that. And if, you know, her going back to work at the same salary is substantially less right. than what he's earning, that it would put them in a financial, not a great situation. Right. But on the flip side, what I would encourage or what I what what I would think about in this situation is I'd say, look, we've we've been living on my salary comfortably. Mm-hmm. We've been able to pay all the medical bills and everything. If you're adamant that you want to go back yeah. to work, right? Right now, because it's been two years and it was part of our agreement for me to come home. But actually, if I come home on your salary, we won't be able to afford the medical yes. and everything else. And we'll put ourselves into a shitty situation. Yeah. Why don't we compromise? I'm going to stay at work. Yes. You go back to work, but we're going to have to either get a nanny. Yes. Because they'll be able to afford it because they were living on his salary right. before, yeah. right? So from her salary, they just have to get a nanny or daycare, yeah. right? Yes. Like, unfortunately, I'm sorry, but that's the only way that this is going to work. Mm. Because like, again, finances, uh, like, although they're annoying, they're so important. And like, if you're going to put your family into financial risk, like, it just is not a good situation. Mm-hmm. It sucks that that's the situation they're in, but I think the uh, the compromise would be like she needs to bend a little bit on the daycare and childcare, right? Because then she could go back to work, and this wouldn't be yes. a conversation. He can't quit his job because of the medical bills. It sounds right, like, you know, like and yeah, they, they wouldn't be able to live fully on her income without maybe right. going into debt or something. Yeah, well, a I would like to see a breakdown of this income situation. Yeah, yeah. like I wonder if he actually sat down and did the calculations and yeah. was like, okay, each month we're spending this much. This is how, how much we need to be comfortable. Yeah. Um, if you go back and I, I come home, yeah. we're only, we're stretched this far, right? Like yeah. I want to know the numbers. I think that's the way that he could present it to her. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause again, I don't think I honestly, I don't think anyone's really the asshole in this situation. I think it's a little bit of both. Like, yeah. It's a bit of both. It's, it sounds like they both need to compromise a little bit, but you're right. I think if he presented to her and was like, look, here's my salary. Yes. Here's our medical expense with our son, which I want to continue paying for because yeah. I love him and this is important. And he needs the he needs attention. This. Yeah. This is what you were making before. Yeah. And this is the deficit that we'll have month over month. Yeah. If I quit my job and you're working yours. Right. Or this is how tight it's going to be for us. Yeah. Now, again, I don't want to live in that situation. I want to still be saving and doing whatever else. Yeah. Here's how much daycare a nanny is. Yeah. That's how much of your income would go to that. Exactly. Like, try to make it work because her just being like, absolutely not. Yeah. He's not going to daycare. No nanny. Yeah. You have seems, to quit your job. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's like, that's the agreement we had. It's like, yeah, that's the agreement you had two years ago. Mm-hmm. But you have to remember things change. Yeah. You know, like you can't have some kind of like agreement like this in place two years ago when the economy could change, things mm-hmm, could happen. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what would have happened if maybe she couldn't have, couldn't have got her job back? Yeah. Then, you know, was, was he supposed to quit his job and she has to just find something? Yeah. Like there's things, there's factors that are going to impact right. that decision, right? right? Like if her company had said, oh, sorry, we can't take you back. Well, then she would have happily stayed for another two years mm-hmm. working, you know, mm-hmm. or, or staying at home. So I think you can't be so rigid with that type of yeah, agreement. Yeah, I do think, yeah. I think the compromise would be that they both go back to work mm. and then they figure out a daycare or a nanny situation. Or have a parent maybe or Yeah, somebody. have something or maybe yeah. she goes back part time. He, I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe th- there's things you could do. But I do think that uh, this is another reason why like women just usually fall behind in the workforce of course because like yeah i didn't even like it's like yeah initially maybe you agree that like you'll work you know full time or your your husband will work full time yeah you take care of the baby but then in that one or two years your husband's income's gonna go up and he gets a promotion because he's working yeah while it's, you don't have a chance to get a promotion yeah. because you're staying home and then it comes to the decision oh should we swap and all of a sudden he's making 10k more than you a month mm. or whatever so then you're just ended up staying home. Yeah. So then your professional 
professional career is basically done so. Yeah. So I think this might probably happen often. And maybe that's her that's where she's coming from. Yeah. I think in this situation though, I think yeah. we have to understand the numbers. No, right? I, like exactly. That's where it would be helpful because if there wasn't a huge difference between their salary, yeah. but it was like the difference of like he's making ten K more a year. Yeah. Then or something like that. Then I'll be like, quit your whatever. job, buddy. Exactly. Because then work. maybe she'll get a she'll probably get a promotion as exactly. well. Exactly. So if she has that opportunity, again, we don't even know what industry or anything she works exactly. in. Exactly. Right? We so, don't know any of this shit. So it, you're right. Maybe if she goes back, she works really hard, she could be up for a promotion in a year. Mm-hmm. So like, again, it's, it, this is a really tough one. Yeah. But I, I do think it happens more often than not where the women stay at home with these children. Yeah. Even now, like nowadays, that's normally what happens and the men continue to work. Yeah. Nowadays still. Yeah. Because like usually, I mean, just by nature, right? Because yeah. like women usually breastfeed and yeah. whatever. And also just still societal expectations. Like mm-hmm. women tend to, you know, take... And in a lot of countries, they don't even allow paternity leave. Yeah. So usually women will get paternity leave. So like just naturally speaking, women end up staying at home more. Yeah. And then we just naturally fall behind in the workforce mm. when you have a baby. You're playing, playing catch up at that point. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know what N-A... Does that mean not the asshole? Mm-hmm. Anyway, what, N-A-H. The situation is different than what you imagined. That's not anybody's fault. You two have to deal with it now. My advice would be to make two spreadsheets... Agreed. Yeah. One of your finances currently and one simulation of the wife's income as household income. Can you survive as a family on that money? What would you have to give up in that case? Yeah. I very much understand your wife being sad and angry if she imagined for the past years to work again. Now, being a stay-at-home parent is hard, mm-hmm. but I also understand that you you don't want to downsize your lifestyle if it's about food or appointment or, you know, like, yeah. exactly. So I... Ex- exactly exactly what we said if it's not a big difference like honestly if it's not a huge difference i would say he needs to suck it up and mm-hmm. and, and stay at home while she while she gets back in the workforce if it's a substantial amount of money yeah I don't know. But then again, if you look at your expenses and if you will, if you're okay living off of her salary, like let's say right now they're living a more lavish lifestyle yeah. because they have all this disposable extra income and everything else. But if the wife conceivably with her income, mm-hmm. this is why you need the spreadsheets and we need to see. Yeah. This. We need to see the numbers. If her income can pay the mortgage, the bills, the medical bills, the food and everything and still have money extra for savings and stuff, yeah. then there's no reason why she can't work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe you guys don't go out for dinner as much. Yeah. You know, maybe you have to be a stay at home dad that cooks a bit more. You yeah, know? exactly. Like if that's the trade off, then I think he should stick to his. Promise. Right. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else people said. Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, there's so many comments. God damn. What people, people say. People Rose. got opinions. Um, let's see. What are people saying? Oh my God. People are saying a lot. I don't know what N-A-H is. Neither assholes. <laughs> I don't know. Um, your side of this is completely understandable, but I think you also need to remember that you were both on the same salary before your son. Mm-hmm. It is only now that you've, you've had those extra two years to focus on your career that there's so much difference financially. Mm-hmm. The longer your wife has to stay home, the more this disparity will be yeah. and the harder it will be for her to restart her career and be able to make the same career advances that you have. Mm-hmm. Very good point. Yeah. Have you considered that your wife were, if you were, your wife were to go back to work for those two years, she may also be able to achieve the promotions you achieved. And once again, match your salary. Yeah. If so, is there somehow a way to make this work financially between now and then that will give her this chance? It really isn't fair for you to expect her to forego her career just <clears> because <throat> you've had the chance to advance yours further while she's staying at home with your son, especially when you've had this agreement in place. Totally agree. Yeah. So that's the thing. You have to understand yeah. that from her position, especially as a woman, right? Like we're always feeling like we're behind on the male counterparts. Yeah. So, and yeah, like... You were in the same position before. Yeah. So what makes you think that 
potentially she could get to that position mm-hmm. in the future yeah. again but it depends on how much of a stretch we're talking here yeah. um but yeah but typically when you get promoted and stuff like you might get a bit of a bump but it's not going to be like oh you were on 50k now you're on 150k do you <laughs> yeah. know what i mean like yeah, i, I wonder what it. like i need to need, know the numbers i know i need the numbers like this yeah. one is like we're not it's undetermined who the asshole is here until we see the uh, the spreadsheet of numbers yeah Exactly. I got promotions that increased Mm -hmm. and it is possible to have a comfortable life. So it's like, okay, give me the numbers. Exactly. (laughs) What kind of promotion you got to like, you know, what is it? That is kind of a tough situation. Mm -hmm. I get it. But tough as mm hell. Oh God. (laughs) Also like she's probably like kind of depressed just staying at home all day. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Found a good one. This one is, you might've seen this one already, but I don't think so. Controversial. Okay, we love a controversial one. Am I the asshole for telling my former friend to stop blaming everything on, quote unquote, fat phobia? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Daniel, you're (laughs) you're going going for the controversial one. I really am. I used quotes in the title because I did the air quotes thing with my finger. So she did fat phobia. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I, female 31, met my former friend, female 32, roughly... Uh, roughly two years ago over at the weight loss subreddit. We were OD. I don't know what that means. OD similar. God, these like internet acronyms. Oh God, I'm so behind on that. Yeah, I don't know either. We, we were OD similar. OD. Okay, whatever. Anyway, um, similar. we were similar heights and weights and had the same end goal in mind. So we decided to become each other's accountability buddies. So they wanted to lose weight. Yes, because they're on a weight, yeah. lo- weight loss subreddit. Yeah. yeah. So we quickly bonded over the, weight loss, or, oh, over the weight loss journey and other similar interests. And we actually became quite close. However, as my weight loss journey proved productive, I'm currently down 150 pounds and have hit my goal weight. And she has not. Damn, As, 150 pounds. That's a lot. Of, that is a lot. That's more than you. <laughs> yeah. That's like if I lost you. Yeah. God damn. As we progressed and she remained at her weight and at some points. She remained at her weight. Yeah, she okay. remained at her weights and at some points gained. Uh, at some points gains, right. gained. She grew more and more. Oh, and at some points gained. And as she did, she grew more and more passive aggressive. Mm. At one point, I stopped sharing my progress and focused on trying to get her to not lose hope and not give up. We are now... We are nowhere near as close as we used to be, partly due to her being incredibly passive aggressive, partly due to a variety of snide remarks, and partly because of her lack of accountability really irking me. She only reaches out to complain, didn't get promoted, boss is fat phobic, didn't get a a second date, guy is fat phobic, someone disagreed with her, they're fat phobic. When she went on to accuse me of being fat phobic because I lost weight and therefore hate fat people, I lost my temper and told her that the world isn't out to get her and that this and that while this world definitely focuses on appearances too much, she can't go around throwing accusations around every time she doesn't get her way. I told her that if her weight was making her miserable, she should step up and do something about it. I pointed out that plenty of overweight people manage to accomplish their goals without losing weight um, and and that she needed to own up to her own shortcomings, maybe even work on them. I also told her I wasn't interested in further contact if all she was going to do was be passive aggressive and salty. She called me fat phobic again, <laughs> hung up, and we haven't spoken since. God damn. Am I the asshole? <laughs> this reminds me of how I jokingly always say everything is racist. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't I don't I don't I'm torn. I don't think she's like 
she's frustrated, right? As yeah. a friend. Yeah. And what I want to know is how did we go from you are both accountability partners, yeah. one of you losing 150 pounds. And the other one not. And other one not losing anything. Mm-hmm. But they were that similar size. But I think I think I think of this is the issue whenever you're doing these like weight loss challenges and stuff. Sure. Is like some people just and, and I've I've been there, like not mm. specifically working with a friend to try to lose weight, but like there's gonna be some people that are really dedicated sure. and will actually put in the work. Mm. And then there are other people um that that just won't. Don't. Right. That just don't, you know? And then I think what's happening is it's like twofold. It's like one, she's getting frustrated, but then the friend, the larger friend, she is um she knows that she's not doing what she needs to do. Yes. And she's feeling shitty about it herself. So that's yes. why she's lashing out. Yes. Because because people I always say this, like for the most part, people that are generally pretty happy mm-hmm. and like feeling content and, you know, feeling like this girl that lost 150 pounds is probably feeling so empowered and like, like, holy fuck, mm-hmm. I've reached my goal. I'm so happy yeah. about it. She's not going to be shitting on people yeah, because yeah. she's in a good headspace. She's happy. Whereas if you're like struggling, you're not sticking to the things you keep your, your weight staying the same. You're mm-hmm. going to get frustrated and lash out. Yeah. Especially if like you and me are both on a weight loss journey together. Yeah. You lost it, got down yeah. to your goal weight and I'm still the same. Yeah. I'm going to resent you a little bit. Right. Like, right. I mean, not, I, I probably shouldn't, but like, I think it's like human nature is like, right. fuck you. Like I would, because, but really deep down, you know, it's your own fault. Right. Yeah. Instead of taking the kind of steps that you would either take the steps yeah. if you want to lose the weight, you know, like I know it's, it's obviously hard to mm-hmm. lose weight. It's not easy, but you can either take the steps and try. Cause it's, <clears throat> if you try, you would lose at least a little bit of weight. Of course. Right. Like it's not like, it's yes, not, it's, it's not hard. rocket. It's not rocket science yes. here. The thing is, at the end of the day, maybe you might not achieve a certain goal weight yes. of yours. That might be harder, right? But at the end of the day, if you are severely overweight, yes. if you start taking the time to go on long walks or do something, yes. maybe watch what you're eating a little bit more, yes. naturally you're going to lose a bit of weight. Yes. It's That's inevitable. just, it's inevitable. Yeah. So, um, and I, I don't think she's like an asshole for saying what she did because it sounds like it's been building up. Yeah. And when your friend starts, you know, just acting just so kind of negative and s- blaming everyone mm. and just being really salty, it's just not a good look. No. So I think it's fine that she set her boundaries and was like, listen, like, I'm sick of you saying stuff like yeah. this. And it sounded like she was trying to be a supportive friend because she stopped posting her progress. Right. Like and she's she was not like, trying to rub it in her exactly. face. She's like, obviously my friend's struggling with this. I like her. I like her yeah. as a person. So I'm going to stop doing it. Yeah. And I'm posting mine because I don't want to rub it in her face. And I'm going to be supportive of her to try to mm-hmm. help her like do it. And instead she's being like, oh, I didn't get promoted at work because my boss is fat phobic and <laughs> I want to date with this guy and he doesn't want to date me anymore because yeah. I'm he's fat phobic. Like you start yeah. to get like, okay, come on. Yeah. Like, and if you keep telling yourself these things, it's like, you know, that's going to be kind of because you're focusing on the fact that everything is everything's a problem because she's fat. Yeah. That's what she's thinking. Yeah. Like and you're the thing is, there's some truth to it, of course, because mm. the world is, you know, generally not very nice to fat people. This is very true. But, you know, there's pl- like, you know, yeah, like the original person said, like, there's plenty of people that have completely fine and happy lives. Yeah. Despite their size. Exactly. So sounds like she's just really bitter. God damn. You're she right. She sounds awful. Not the asshole. She is a big one. And while. <laughs> not, not no great. pun intended. No. And while she probably drives everyone around her crazy, she is the biggest asshole to herself. She actively keeps herself from achieving her goals by blaming everything yes. on one external factor, i.e. fat phobia. If she were going around and blaming everything going wrong on Jews, lizards, conspiracies, Bill Gates, 
any other common scapegoat would call her delusional beyond measure. Mm. No one is preventing her from losing weight or excelling in her job. And she, and she wanted to lose weight in the first place, but stalled her progress and got resentful at yours. Mm-hmm. Worst combination ever. Yeah. As they say, some people are in your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. I think this friendship has run its course and it's not <laughs> yeah. healthy to keep someone around you that is consistently lashes out and is passive aggressive. Yeah. And a person like this will keep trying to like push you down with them, you mm. know, like they're just trying to pull you down. Yeah. So you don't want necessarily that kind of person. Yeah. Not the asshole. She tried to lose the weight. She's fat phobic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another thing. Cause it's like, usually when people, I mean, obviously there's different types of people that talk about fat phobia, but mm-hmm. usually when people are like talking <clears throat> about fat phobia, mm. they're saying, you know, that, that generally they're like, you know, they don't want to lose weight. Yeah. Cause they're just like, Oh, like it's fine to be fat. Yeah. Uh, anyway, continue. <laughs> so someone someone commented. Uh, let's see. I want to see another one of these comments. Well, these are like chains. I know. There's so many like yeah, comments on their comments. Not the asshole. Of course, people experience fat phobia, but it sounds like she uses it as a crutch to push away rejection. Mm. It's, it's a shame to lose a friend. Unfortunately, not many people have the strength to come around when called out. But mm. I hope she does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God damn. And apparently the person that lost 150 pounds, she was 5'3". Holy shit. She said she was massive and now I'm very unhappy. Oh my God. Yeah, because someone was like, 150 pounds, that's a whole person. She's like, yeah, and I'm 5'3". So 5'3". That's basically, I mean, it's a little bit taller than me. Mm-hmm. A couple inches, right? No, I'm 5'2", but mm-hmm. a little bit more than 5'2". <laughs> so imagine five an extra 150 pounds on me. Yeah. Woo. 5'2 and a half, right, Rose? Five, two and a half. Mm, that half mm-hmm. inch matters. <laughs> it always matters, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, that would be nasty oh, Damn. Let's see. All right. Let's get a good one. More marriage problems. Am I the asshole for calling my wife lazy? <laughs> I, 36 male, am in the army and often go on lo- go long periods of time without seeing my wife, 35 female. I love her and I'm always excited to see her, although some of her hygiene habits are concerning to me. Whenever I come home on leave, or I'm home on leave, I'm often surprised by the mess our house is in. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a clean freak and I wouldn't expect a lived in house to be perfect. Mm. I feel like I can separate the standards expected in the army to a normal setting and I don't expect my wife to have the place spotless, but our house verges on what I call squalid. I drive home to our front lawn piled with black bags and there's plates of old food on random shelves and cabinets our wall beside the rubbish bin is stained brown where she throws tea bags in it from a distance and they hit the wall first and the place never smells very good (laughs) i've asked before if she could tidy those bits up not only because how i feel but dirty surroundings like that really impact mental well-being absolutely and it could degrade her health. Mm. Every time I say something, she huffs like I'm her dad asking her to tidy her bedroom. And she says she'll do it later. Oh, I end up spending most of my leave sorting things out only to come back to the same mess next time. I wondered if her mental health might be causing her to, de- to neglect things. And I spoke to her a bit, but she wouldn't listen. I asked her mom and dad and they made it clear that she's always been untidy. Yeah, but that's different than just being untidy. Sorry, continue. No, 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 you're right. And had to pay damages to previous landlords on old flats. (laughs) 
untidy is an understatement. Yeah. Frankly, she's been that way all through our relationship, but never quite as intensely and seemingly less so when I'm around. So like when he's been around, she's been a little bit better. Mm. But then when she, when he's gone, she's like, fuck, fuck it. it. And then he comes back yeah. and he's like, holy shit. It's one thing that we don't have children to think about, but it's not nice it's not a nice environment for anyone. And I think the final straw was on my last leave when I started finding used sanitary products on the bathroom floor rather than the bin. Okay, what is wrong with her? Okay, hold on. This is a problem. I sat my wife down and I implored her to tidy the place more often because it's her home too. She deserves a nice place to live. And besides all that, it's basic responsibility. Mm. She started off defensive, but quickly quickly became angry and accused me of bossing her around and expecting her to clean a large home all by herself every day when she has work to do. I told her that I understand a place can get messy and she has a life and career to get on with, but her habits and attitude are lazy. She screamed at me to shut up and went upstairs. We had a strained rest of my leave and I think she was more than happy to see me go. I don't know what to do. I feel um, the request is reasonable enough, but was I wrong to approach it as I did and call her lazy? Am I the asshole? Not the asshole. (laughs) That I is think, disgusting. I know. Okay, maybe the lazy comment could have been handled yeah, a bit better. Yeah, maybe not the lazy but comment. But again, people get riled up and they'll say things. Yeah. Uh, it does sound like she might be depressed. Mm-hmm. Or, okay, first of all, lots of questions. This is why you want to live together before you move in. Did you live together? Well, he said he, he said she's always been like this. But, but like never worse. to this extent. Yeah, she's gotten worse since he's been on leave. So this is a problem. A huge problem. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, I'm just like rereading parts of this because I was like, what the actual fuck? It's one thing if you like can't vacuum every week, yeah. let's say, right? She's busy, whatever. Yeah. Cause it's like, another I, I, thing to throw tampons on the bathroom, on floor. The bathroom floor. Like, that's there's just, a bin. That's just fucking lazy. That's, I'm that's sorry. That's not even lazy. There's a bin. I don't understand. Like, I'm the first person that I can put up my hand. Like, am I the most clean <laughs> person? No. Because, like, I definitely let things, like, you know, vacuuming yeah, but not and all this to, kind of stuff. This is an extreme level. Exactly. But I'm like, one of the most basic things that you can do, for example, I have a dishwasher. So generally I load yeah. up my dishes in the dishwasher and I like put all my stuff in the bin, mm-hmm. like in the garbage bin. Yeah. Those are like just bare minimum. And I give the counters a wipe generally. Like I don't, maybe sometimes I don't vacuum the floor enough as I probably should. But yeah. like, like overall my house is not like, you don't come in and you're like, oh yeah. my God, this is fucking squalor. Yeah. He's saying like, I quote, I drive into a front lawn piled with black bags. No, no, no. There's uh, plates of old food on random shelves and cabinets. Like, why are you putting plates of old food in the fucking cabinet? Are, in the cabinet? It says, oh, on the cabinet, maybe. Yeah. On random shelves and So cabinets. she just, like, leaves the food. Yeah. Like, on a plate and just, like, leaves it there. I actually think she might be starting to get depressed. Yeah. Because when people get depressed, they, just don't they like, don't give a shit. Our wall beside the rubbish bin is stained brown where she <laughs> throws tea bags in it from a distance and they hit the wall first. Put it on a plate and throw it out later. Well, it sounds like that doesn't do it. Since she'll just leave the plate on the counter. Well, it's better than throwing it on the wall. Like, I know. Like, I think she's suffering from mental. This is a mental health crisis. It sounds like because you can't. You're not supposed to live like that. Like, yeah, this is not normal. This is when you're gonna get infestations. Yes, you're gonna get like probably sick more often because your house is gonna be so fucking filthy. Have you seen videos of people's houses? And again, this is like people suffering extreme mental health issues, like extreme depression. Yeah, and their house is just like literally. All garbage. Yeah. And there's like shit everywhere, like literal shit sometimes. There's like food everywhere. There's old packages of food. And it's like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. Like, so that's why I'm saying I feel like 
this might be th- mm. there's an underlying cause of course and i think i think you're right because like most normal people like yeah because for example let's say for whatever reason i left some food on a plate on the counter which mm-hmm. never happens but let's say it did after a certain amount of time it's gonna start to fucking smell yes and that's when you're gonna throw it out because you're gonna be like oh, it fucking stinks in here so you're gonna throw that out because you don't want your house yeah. to smell yeah but like I always think, and I that reminds me of like the that, remember that show like hoarders. Yes, because people that hoard basically they do have some sort of mental health yes. health thing because they can't throw stuff away, and like some of these hoarder houses and they'd have kids and stuff. Oh. and a couple of the kids were like relatively normal, like they were very well spoken, and they were like, "Yeah, we know like our parents have a problem," like and they're oh living in like squalor, like just like yeah. shit everywhere, garbage everywhere. Just it, it's so crazy. And I, <coughs> are you okay? I just think of the smell coming into that house. Yeah. <laughs> It sends me. It sends me. Um, So I think, yes, you may have been. Here's the thing. I mean, obviously not everyone knows how to, like most people wouldn't know how to deal with the situation. But I think probably she needs to get some kind of therapy. She needs, they need to address why this is happening. Calling her lazy was probably not a good idea Mm -hmm. because, you know, like someone's depressed, sad, angry, whatever. You're not going to, that's not going to help the situation. Yeah. But also I understand why like he's emotional. He's reacting this way. It's like telling someone to calm down. Um, oh yeah. See some, somebody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Somebody wrote not the asshole, but this isn't laziness. This is mental illness. Yeah. Yes. Lazy people don't always fold their laundry right away. See, I'm like the lazy person, right? Like I'll leave my clean laundry in the hamper for like two weeks and yeah. then I'll fold it eventually. But I don't leave rotting food you know, on a plate, I'll bring my dirty plates to the, to the sink and maybe I'll wait a day before I wash it. Exactly. That's like a lazy person. Yeah. (laughs) But like, yeah, lazy people might have a few extra dishes in the sink or let the lawn get too long or put off weeding the garden, leaving trash bags on the lawn, throwing tea bags at the wall. Oh, what the actual fuck? If she isn't interested in helping herself run, I don't know if Mm. you're planning on having kids or not, but I think, you know, they, that would be a poor choice right now. Regardless, she's not planning on changing her ways. She needs to help herself. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that's the thing. It is definitely not, uh, like a lazy issue. Like it's, it's definitely like more, it's a bigger problem. Yeah. Mm. All right. It's hard to pick one you need. All right, guys. All right. Stay tuned for this. Are you ready? Next one. Am I the asshole for refusing to pay for my mother-in-law? Oh, God. I, female 31, gave birth <laughs> to my beautiful son a week ago. Unfortunately, there were some complications, so I was only released yesterday, but I'm so grateful to be home with our baby boy. When my waters initially broke, my husband, male 33, and I were home, and I happened to be standing on my bedroom carpet. Cleaning was obviously not a priority, so I threw some towels down and we left for the hospital. During the time that we were in the hospital, my mother-in-law, female 59, kindly offered to feed our dogs for us. And we were very appreciative of the help. It was only once we got home yesterday that I see my mother-in-law had left a note, a receipt and note stuck on the fridge saying that she had cleaned my bedroom carpet and wanted to be reimbursed. She had also taken it upon herself to clean the rest of the house while she was at it. And all in all would like a day's pay at $25 an hour plus $200 worth of products. What? Now, while it was nice of her to clean the carpet and then the rest of my house, neither of us asked her to do this. My husband wrote her the following text. Hey, mom, really appreciate the help, your help over the last few days while my name was in hospital. Um, It was great having someone look after the dogs. We noticed your note and receipt on the fridge and I was a little upset you took it upon yourself to number one, snoop through the house as neither of us had told you (laughs) about my fiance or my, my wife's water 
breaking in the bedroom. And number two, go out and buy hundreds of dollars worth of cleaning products. And then number three, charging us for your time and for the aforementioned products. We would also like to ask where these cleaning products are. Um, as if, as if we are paying for them, we would certainly like to get our money's worth. When we entrusted you with the dogs, we really thought you were helping us out of the goodness of your heart and not giving you an opportunity to make a quick buck. We are family and are hurt. You would do something like this while my wife is unwell from the childbirth. Yeah. My mother-in-law immediately responded to my husband saying that she did what she did out of the kindness of her heart. Uh, Yeah. Right. And cannot believe we would be so ungrateful. I have received some texts. I uh, received some text from extended family members saying that mother-in-law didn't have to help me, but did, did do despite her advanced age out of love. 59 is not an advanced age, by the way. 59 is not an mm. advanced age and it's not out of love. If you're billing them after. Exactly. Like, Oh, I'm doing this out of love. But by the way, Rosie, yeah. you're only $400. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Um, so I have received some texts, blah, 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 blah. Oh yeah. I received some texts from extended family members saying my mother-in-law didn't help me or didn't have to help me. Oh yeah. But because of her advanced age, I have had to turn my phone off so that I don't deal with all these texts. And, uh, but my husband is still getting a lot of hate from his family because we we are quote unquote manipulating the situation and making mother-in-law the bad guy when she was only trying to help get the house ready for the baby. I'm quite upset by the whole thing, but my husband is now saying that maybe we should pay to get the extended family off our back and just to enjoy this time as new parents rather than dealing with all of this. I am not okay with paying his mom for anything. She sent another text to my husband earlier saying she would be happy to gift us the products but would still like to be paid for her time oh my God. given that she dealt with a biohazard. A biohazard? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Is water breaking a biohazard? Well, I think technically any like bodily fluids are considered like a biohazard. Okay. First of all, this is your, like, <sighs> this is your son. Yeah. This is, I'm sorry. This is the least you could do. It's your family. It's your family. I don't yeah. understand this. Like between family, like, oh my God, like fighting over like a few hundred dollars. Like, is she that broke? Is she that poor? Like what exactly. is going on? Is she desperate for cash? <clears throat> then maybe it's a different situation. But, but also get permission. Exactly. Always get permission. Like if I'm going to house sit for somebody, I'm not going to take it upon myself to like fix a door that's broken yeah. and then later and bill, then bill someone you for it. after. It'll be like, well, I didn't want that door fixed. I was fine how it was. Fuck that. Yeah. I was going to just leave it. You know what I mean? Like if you don't ask for these things, it's like, why should you be responsible to pay like, for them? What is this random $25 an hour? Do you, you can't just come up with a random number and then be like, yeah, I'm going to bill you for it. Mm-hmm. Not the asshole. Do not pay her. Mm-hmm. Like this is clear. Like, that's so messed up. It's so messed up. It's like the most fucked up thing ever. I and would be shocked. Ch- can you imagine if your parents did this? Like, I can't even imagine. No. Oh my God. I can't even imagine my mom trying to charge me for something like this. Oh my God. And like, uh, this is your son. Like they're yeah. having your grandchild. Yeah. Like you, like, yes, it's nice of you to clean this place, but that you should have ended it that yeah. you clean the also, place. So I'm sorry. I know that inflation has been happening, <laughs> but like $200 yeah. for cleaning products. That's another, that's another bullshit thing. What? What are you buying? Yeah. What are you buying? Well, that's why the son was like, I yeah. want to see what these products are. Exactly. Because like $200 for cleaning products is like, again. You're trying to scam your own son. Again, you offer to look after the dogs. Yes. And that was it. Out, there of, the was kind, no out talk, of the kindness of your heart. There was no talk of an hourly wage. Nope. There was no talk of, oh, you have to clean the house. Yeah. Can you please clean the, you know, never asked. Nope. Then if you do it, that's on you. <laughs> exactly. That's doing it out of the kindness oh of your heart. Oh my God. You did it out of the kindness of your heart. Great. And I'm going to thank you out of the kindness of my heart. Yes. Thank I can't so believe people like this exist. 
It's crazy. Okay. Not the asshole. Yeah. If, if it's only help, it's only help if the recipient actually wants it. Otherwise it's imposing yourself on them. Yes. Charging for it is now doubling down on the problem because now it's forcing unwanted commercial services on you. If she'd done it out of the kindness of her heart, the most she could possibly ask for is the cleaning supplies because that's the only thing she's actually out financially. Yeah. The kindness of one's heart doesn't come with a price tag. Yes. Like, and the fact that the family is doubling down on this. I know. And the family is on her side. But I bet you it's because she said she, something. Do you think they, she, she's she twisted She spun something. the narrative? Of course she did. Yeah. Because if, 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 if somebody came up to me and explained that situation. Yeah. Like, if my parents were like, oh, we did this out of the kindness of our heart and then we build them for it. I'd be like, uh, that's not out of the kindness of yeah. your heart. Like, I have no she's issues like, saying that. like, they asked me to clean. Yeah. And they did this. And they wanted me to clean their whole house from top to bottom. Yeah. And we agreed on an hourly yeah, charge. Yeah, and yeah, now yeah. they won't pay me. Then yeah. that's different. Yeah. Um. <laughs> We call it help, quote, or uh, looks like help, but isn't. Oh, no. They call it help, H-L-E-P in quotation marks. Mm. Looks like help, but isn't. Gifts do not have strings and help does not have obligations that you didn't agree to prior to it yes. happening. Like, I'd understand if you agree to it. Yeah. But also even just like, it's just tacky. Like, you trying to charge your son when he's giving birth. Like, your family. Like, what are you doing? I know. It's so crazy. God. God, money's just rotting people's brains. I know, it's crazy. So here's another poster. First of all, congratulations. I hope you and your son are doing well and you're healing comfortably. I understand both you and your husband's point of view, and I'm totally in agreement that your mother-in-law was completely out of a line in a number of ways, but I also see why your husband wants to just put it behind you. You don't need the stress of dealing with this unnecessary drama. I will say if you ch- if you do choose to pay her, make sure that she understands that all interactions going forward will be strictly transactional. Mm-hmm. If she needs you to take her somewhere, yeah. charge her per mile plus gas. <laughs> If she asks you to pick up something for her on on your way to visit, charge her for the item plus delivery and handling. Only then will she realize that realize or only then will she and her flying monkeys realize <laughs> how ridiculous her expectations are. Of you. Yes. I mean, fair. Mm-hmm. But like, that's not a like, why would you want that sort of relationship with your own mother slash mother-in-law? It's just like, it's, it's so transactional. Ugh. And it's not even transaction. This is a fraudulent transaction. Oh, it's like, oh, hey, Rose, I came to your house and cleaned it all. And now I expect you to give me thirty five dollars an hour. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> plus yeah. cleaning supplies. Plus, actually, I got a lunch while I was here as well. <laughs> yeah. It was a working lunch, though. So I expect you to pay for that, too. Oh, my God. I actually cannot. Well, I guess you could do that. Rose. You could turn around and be like, you know what, Daniel? I made you lunch today. That's actually going to be ten dollars. Yeah, exactly. That's literally what like, she's doing. Yeah. It's like, oh, should I make should I make lunch? And then after you finish, that'll be uh, tw- $20. Yeah. And then for the coffee, how much is that? Rose? Oh, Daniel, that's going to be another five <laughs> with inflation six. And then I expect a 20% tip. Yeah. Thank you very much. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so ridiculous, especially when it's family. I'm just like, I get I know. it. Like if, you, if, for example, like, you know, sometimes family does stuff like to help each other out. Like for example, when I first moved back to Canada, I was mm-hmm. unemployed for a little bit. Yeah. And my parents wanted some help with a certain things around the house. Yeah. And my dad was like, Hey, I know you're unemployed right now. I had savings and stuff and mm-hmm. whatever. And there was some stuff I would just do, but like they, they, we, we took on a huge project to like paint the house. And my dad's like, I'll help, I'll pay you to help me paint the house. Right. Like little things like this, you yeah, know, like, like you, of course, like there's things where you do have transactions as exactly. a family, which is normal. Exactly. And we agreed upon a rate exactly. and we agreed upon how much I was going to get but paid. But things like, see, that's a different thing. That's like very, again, yeah, you agreed on it beforehand. Yeah. And, but things like, you know, your son's in the hospital, your daughter-in-law's giving birth. Yeah. And you're thinking about how to scam them. Oh God, it's so bad. Oh my God. It's actually, I would be so furious I, if my oh mom did my that. Oh my God. I would be so fucking mad. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's see. Like, imagine your husband's mom doing that, Rose. 
Oh I know God. you just gave birth, but by the way, you guys owe me like $500 for cleaning your entire house because I had to deal with, deal with oh your my. water that broke yeah, all over the floor. Yeah, I had to deal with my grandson. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. Oh, this is so bad. Oh, okay. Am I the asshole mm. for wanting to take some photos without my stepson? <laughs> the drama. Uh-oh. I, male 35, have been married to my wife, female 32, for three years. She has a son, male 10, from a previous relationship. Mm-hmm. I have nothing against him. <laughs> oh. Time will tell. It's an, in- <laughs> it's an interesting choice of words. Yeah. I have nothing against him. We get along well, and I treat him as part of the family. Mm-hmm. Two months ago, we had our first child together, a beautiful baby boy who is our joy. She wanted to hire a professional photographer to take some photos of our family to capture this special moment. The problem is that I wanted to take some photos without my stepson. Just with my wife and our newborn son. Yes, you're the asshole. I wanted to have some memories with just the three of us. Are you fucking kidding me? It's making me so mad already. This is already making me angry. I didn't think this was a big issue, but my wife got very upset with me. She said I would be selfish and cruel, that I was excluding her son, and that he he would feel rejected and hurt. Yes. I tried to explain that I didn't intend to do that, that I just wanted some extra photos, and that I wouldn't stop taking photos with him as well. Oh my fucking God. But she didn't want to listen to me and call me a jerk. I was very disappointed, disappointed by this reaction. It's called little, little, little gaslighting. Of course. I don't think I did anything wrong. I just wanted to have some photos with the three of us. Am I the asshole? You're the fucking oh asshole. My God. I'm so mad. Cause did he also on the flip side, just want a picture exactly. with the stepson and the mom? No. And also the, his choice of words. I have nothing against him. Exactly. You married the woman. Yeah. Like, when you marry someone with a child, you are essentially their step parent. Taking AKA on the role their of their parent. parent. Yeah. So, and of course, like naturally you may have more of a connection to your, you know, like fucking your own child, I guess. Yeah. Like, but that's something that's like, th- that might naturally happen, but I would also like not want that to happen. Exactly. Right? Like this is also your child. Like, yeah. And for and for to like a ten year old, I know they're and think think about how sensitive a ten year old is. Oh, like they're still young. They're like in grade five. Yeah, and you're gonna and this is like a very very you know pivotal very important time in their lives. And now and then he's like and it would have been different. Like again, we don't know the whole situation, but I, I just know from the way he's written this. Like there was not a chance. Like if he's like, oh, I just want some extra pictures. Well, did you do also the pictures with just yeah. the stepson and not your newborn? Exactly. I don't think so. You wanted pictures of your just excluding family, excluding yes. that person. <gasps> That's brutal. Oh. Brutal. I am so mad. Like I'm actually mad for and also this the, situation. Yeah, the way that he's like wording, like I have nothing against him. Mm-hmm. I treat him as part of my family. We get along well. He is part of your family. Yeah, exactly. He is fucking part of your family. Yeah. And then later he's like, we had our first child together, a beautiful baby boy who is our joy. Yeah. It's like, okay, fucking like. That poor kid. I know. He's it's gonna like, grow up in that a, situation. it's already tough enough yeah. to, you know, have, a, you know, probably Split divorced parents. parents yep. And then you're living with this guy that clearly doesn't give a shit. Yeah. And then you're going to take family photos and be like, oh, oh, son, you can just go over there for a second. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh. <gasps> Oh, the comments. Hold on. Yeah, I'm we, so mad. That is, this is the, probably one of the worst ones I've read. Yeah, read. I am literally so upset. God, that's so horrible. Can you imagine? Like, this is what I call like an evil step parent. Okay. Yes. As far as she is concerned, just wanting to have 
quote, just wanting to have some photos with the three of you is something wrong. You say in your opening paragraph that you treat your stepson as one of the family. Great. In that case, there is no three of you. There is four of you. Yep. I don't think I have any photos of my younger kids as babies that have Mrs. Miggs, me and the baby, but not any older siblings. Yeah. There, there are plenty of photos of just the baby or a baby with one parent or one sibling or something, but it never occurred to us to want to take post family photos uh, with us just with just one of our kids. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's a yeah. little different if like maybe there's a photo of the mom and the baby yeah, and then like the mom and the child and then you and the baby and then you and the child. Yeah. Like, But, but and also, also I have to, another distinction I want to make too is like, it's different if you're at like a family event, like at Christmas or something and you're just taking random exactly. photos. Exactly. You know, like these are a, posed. These are, you went, you went to a photography studio and deliberately took photos. And deliberately are taking photos for, I don't know, Christmas cards or something. I yeah. Know, you know, uh, people love their fucking Christmas <laughs> yeah. cards. And you are deliberately asking that person to exclude themselves. Oh, I'm so upset. Yeah. Like it would be different. Like let's say you're at a family function and the stepson exactly. is out Off playing, somewhere, playing doing with the kids. And, and then you're, you're like, take some photos. Exactly, you're like, oh, like, can you take a picture of me and my wife and our baby here? Yeah. You know, and then the stepson comes back. Oh, come on, come and get in the photo. You know, like that's different than actually going to a photo studio uh, with all of you guys and being like, can you just get out of the photo for a minute? It's just like the fucking, the fucking audacity. Oh, it's and bad. then for him to be like, I was disappointed in her reaction. Yeah. Really? The fact that you even have to ask the question, like, am I the asshole? Like, is, like, do you, how do you, how do you have such little self awareness? How are you so delusional? Okay, someone wrote, you're the asshole. While you obviously don't see it, you're probably treating your steps differently. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. And it's probably a good thing your wife is clocking it now. Consider, if you will, that I have nothing against him is a really weird thing to say about yes. a 10 year old. Yeah. What would you have against a 10 year old exactly. to begin with? Like, and that's something you say about someone's friend. Like, oh, you know, I don't really like that friend of Rose's, but I have nothing against them. Exactly. Like, I have nothing against them is basically being like, I don't really care for this person. But, I, but like, I have nothing against I'm them. I'm indifferent. Exactly. Yeah. You're indifferent. Like, oh, it says, you're the asshole. Maybe unless you also wanted photos of just you, her, and the stepson like without said, the baby, yeah. which doesn't sound like you did. Yeah. Your suggestion is saying to her... Um, my wife and my baby are my real family yep. and my stepson is the is only kind of family he is not necessarily family he is optional family who can be excluded when i deem it necessary yep. that may not be your intent ugh, but i've got mm -hmm. news for you your intent does not negate results yep. furthermore i suspect your desire to have these stepson free photos does indicate how you see him you need to worry less about what whether Reddit thinks you're right and more about how you treat your family. Your wife is telling you quite directly that this action would hurt your stepson rather than say, I would never want that to happen. You're right. I'm sorry for not thinking about his feelings. You doubled down to say that you didn't intend hurt and therefore he shouldn't feel hurt, which is meaningless. Yeah. Furthermore, it seems to me that your wife herself is hurt. And rather than being concerned with mending that hurt, here you are trying to prove you're right on the internet. You'd better start recognizing the hurt you've caused. Apologize profusely and do the hard work on yourself so you realize that your stepson is your family and he is not optional mm -hmm. yes i wonder if these people that post like i really would be curious right like this guy for example yeah that's posted about this situation <sighs> i wonder if he's gone back read the reddit comments yeah seen everyone voted him as the asshole and if realized. he actually will change his behavior yeah right like does will people actually does some will someone like this read it and then reflect right. and actually change the way they're doing it and be right. like and actually have a epiph you know you have an epiphany moment yeah, and you're like and oh, like, oh shit, shit i was in the wrong look at what all these people are writing fuck or if he doubles down and says oh well that person doesn't understand I think it depends on the person. situation yeah I think you're right some people might yeah. some people that are good at like self-reflection yeah although like some of the questions I'm just like are you fucking dumb like the answer is obvious I know but 
for someone like him, I don't know. Because he might just be like, well, they weren't there. Exactly. They're not understanding. They don't understand I, didn't, the I didn't articulate myself well enough in my explanation. Yeah, they don't understand my situation. Like, yeah. he sounds like, you know, someone that would not accept no. that he's wrong. Even the oh. wording. Like, oh, oh, my God. I'm so mad. Yeah. Like, that poor kid. Oh, seriously. That's trauma. I, that is trauma. Because it's already hard enough, like you said, like having parents split up. Now your mom is with this other guy who you may or may not get along with. Yeah. They get married and you're like, okay, well, this is a real, going to yeah. be forever thing. And then he treats you like that. Yeah. And also it must already be hard just on the surface of you having a, a sibling that is the birth uh, of child both parents. of both parents whilst you only like is the birth child of your mom yeah so i mean if i were the step parent i think i would like probably try to go out of my way yes. to make this child feel more you comfortable know, more comfortable and like compensate more because it's yeah. like i don't want them because already you're in like kind of a disadvantageous position yeah. like not that like you should be but that's how you would feel as a child right yeah. so like i would probably like try to overcompensate and just like make sure to like be more of a you know like just try even harder with them yeah <clears throat> so for you to just be like can we take photos with our our son yeah. oh <laughs> that one's like one of the most furious i think that's one of the oh. most that's one of the ones guys i'm, raging I'm so at angry most, probably. just because it's like a child like, i know a poor 10 year old child that's stuck in this shitty situation with this shitty man yeah <laughs> oh god imagine being like the the wife because even she's like, what the fuck? But it's like, did you not see the... Re- there must have been red flags before. I know. Like, dude. I know. That's a, that's tough. Like, what would you do? I have no idea. Because you're probably thinking, oh, maybe he'll come around. Like, mm. you know, mm. like, th- you know, it takes time, which it does take time. It does take time to like bond with your, you know, yeah. step, uh, step, Sip. stepchild or whatever. Yeah. I want to see that. But at the same time, it's like, you know, if you're, if you're going to get married to someone with a child. Yeah. You need to, like, try your absolute hardest mm-hmm. to be this parent, to God, be a parent. You do. Just that quote, I have nothing against him. And that's, like, the first thing uh, he wrote. I know. And that that right away That there, immediately was the biggest red flag. Exactly. As soon as you read this, before you even know what happens to the to the yeah. in the story, it's like, you know, she has this, I have nothing against him. We get along well. And I treat him as part of the family. He is your family. He is your family, first of all. And secondly, like writing, like anytime you say, like anytime <laughs> I've said to anyone that I have I'm nothing against yeah. this person, it means that I don't really like them or, or I'm just very just indifferent. Care. I'm yeah. just like, uh, like it's fine, but I have nothing yeah. against them, like but I, I don't asked, really like, like them. Oh, like, like what do you think of like so-and-so? And you said, I have nothing against them. I'd be like, oh, okay. Like yeah. you literally don't give a shit. Yeah. You could care less <laughs> if they came to like, oh, Daniel, should I invite this person to this party? Like, yeah. uh, do what you yeah, want. I have, Rose. Nothing, like, against I have nothing, nothing against them. You're like, oh, okay, cool. And yeah, that is very weird to say about oh. a 10 year old child. Oh. Like who says that about a 10 year old child? Horrible guys. That's horrible. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh we're so mad. I know. God. Like, I'm so mad. God damn it. On that positive <laughs> note. Divorce yeah, this di- fucker. Yeah. Divorce uh, like, this honestly, fucker. Like honestly, that is this is why I can't be married. I swear to God, oh because God. like a, a, a thing like this would trigger the shit out of me. And I don't think I could look at my, I don't think I can look at my husband the same way. Yeah. If he says something like that, Oof, it's like bad. even if he like was like, Oh, I'm sorry. It's like, what did you think in the first place? Exactly. What is your thought process in the first place to even ask a question oh, like that? It's bad. And then doubling down. Oh, bad, bad, oh. bad. <laughs> anyway, guys, there you go. Well, people are awful. Yes. And many people are the asshole. Yes. And I hope, I really sincerely hope, guys, 
the people writing these fucking things. Mm-hmm. Some people are not the asshole. Some people are. Obviously, yeah. this was a very clear one that the at the very end. I hope that this individual and all the individuals read the feedback that they get. Yes. Just to kind of like take it to heart and be like, oh shit, I'm actually fucking this up. Who knows if they'll take the, the yeah. feedback because some people don't. Yeah. But I'm hopeful that he does and that poor 10-year-old boy Ugh. feels like a part of the family and doesn't have his stepdad say, I have nothing against him. <laughs> because that folks is a fucking bullshit oh my god you guys anyway Anyway, i hope you enjoyed this episode make sure you give this a thumbs up if you're watching on youtube make sure you leave a comment let us know your thoughts on any of these situations of course subscribe to our youtube channel follow us on all the podcast platforms give us a rating five stars and what else daniels and check out our Patreon. Yes, Patreon.com slash The Savage Podcast for exclusive content, for ad-free content, and for getting the episodes a week earlier than everyone else. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.